Hello, boys and girls, girls and boys, non-gender, non-bi... What's the term these days, David? Um, non-gender binary. Everybody is welcome here on this podcast. We, yes. are, the, we are the premier positive podcast Yes, here and? in Orange County. Yes, and? And we try not to ever... What, well, and what? <laughs> it's just the improv thing. Yes, and. So, oh, well, I, did, yeah. I didn't say no. <laughs> they say that you should never say no because no kills the scene. And no, yes. it is a brick wall, yes. which you can try to climb over, but you mostly just kind of smash into it. A little bit, yeah. Anyways, everybody, welcome to the Think Between Worlds podcast. Uh, this is one of our Think Small editorials. Yeah. I, I think we've yeah. agreed on it. That uh, we were just kind of sitting in the car, and there's new news out uh, that here in Orange County in, in Anaheim, uh, Disneyland, the world-famous Disneyland. Yes. The one and only Disneyland. Well, the Disneyland Paris. Like, just plain old Disneyland. There's, there, there's no subtitle. True. Disneyland, the original. Uh, they're finally doing away with a, a whole lot of uh, the bullshit that is really just kind of... Yeah. What I want to—I I almost use the word co- coagulated. I think things congeal in that park in terms of guest flow because yeah. it's so uh, important. Derek and I have both worked there in the past, so it's ex-cast members. Yes, yeah, but so now they're, they're basically saying, uh, fuck "We know what we're you. talking about." Yeah, they're saying, "Fuck you and your strollers." They, they got brave finally and said, "You know what, people? You got to stop bringing in your your triple decker, quadruple wide." Strollers, they're a nuisance. You leave them in the walkways. You are you leave them wherever you want, and people can't get past them. And True. so you end up with like these blood clots of people. If you're actually standing yeah. above level, maybe up on the main street, yeah. train station on on the platform, you can look down and you could actually see how people are flowing. Yeah, I used to be a train cast member and a Jungle Cruise cast member. Uh, it, it's just so interesting to watch. And you're like, "There's the problem over there," because you can see where people stop. Yeah, and mess. Definitely. And you're like, "Whoa, what's going on? Oh, someone left their electronic, well, sh- electric convenience vehicle, their yeah. ECV." Right in front of that store to go in and shop, and now people can't get around it. Yeah. I mean, and it's not just that. Like, we will have parking areas for said strollers, and you'll see that there's a pattern and rhythm to it, to the way things are laid out. And people are just so oblivious that they'll just, like, oh, strollers go over here? Toss. And then walk away. And we're like, they're in rows. Come on. <laughs> come on, people. And then it's even better when someone just takes their stroller. They come oh, back yeah. and they come up to you like, hey, excuse me, do, do you know where my stroller is? And it's like, did you have a park stroller? Yeah. They're all the same. We, if you have a park stroller, you're fucked. No, yeah, well, no one cares about your rented stroller. They all look the same. Yeah, what like, I find uh, fun, I used to work in Fantasyland, and there would be times when we would close Small World for the parades, and people would park their strollers real fast and just toss them on the hill there, the, 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 the dip, in between Small World and Toontown, where we have stroller parking. And they would just toss it up there. And when, when we came back and moved them and put them in a nice, orderly pattern on the hill, they'd be like, I left my stroller right here. Where is it? It's like, did you park it in one of the rows? I left it right here. Oh, that's not a designated parking spot. In fact, if you look an inch to your left, there's a sign that says no stroller parking. So we moved it for you. Have fun finding it. Mm. There were times when, I, this is probably one reason why I no longer work there, but um, I used to take strollers of people who would do that oh, after yeah. a long day. And I would walk it all the way up into Toontown and park it there because it's a ridiculous walk. Why is it in Toontown? We had no more room here. There's room here. Well, there wasn't when you parked it. Right. One of the one of the dick things I used to love to do in a similar vein yeah. is the ECVs. You know, I 
this is mean. Yeah. But, you know, fat people in mobiles, basically. Yes. Uh, or, well, you're, or you're very old. If they actually need it, I, f- I feel bad. I totally if, get it, Yeah, right. but, like, if but you're it's, just it's, a lazy it's, guy. It's, yeah, it's mostly yeah. really grumpy, b- foul-tempered, obese people. Gotta lose some right. weight. Oh yeah, I'm gonna pop it. Take it, my like, buttery noodles. These are the people that Sorry, when you, you you go to the the guest access line, which or used to be called GAC when I was there. Yeah, you go up to your GAC line and you go, come DOS. on in. It's they, DOS now, Disability it DOS? Access Services. It's be GAC. Yeah, uh, you would go to the line. And go, okay, guys, how many five? Okay, all right, your your party's up. Here's your ride. Come on in. They like, oh boy, they always just kind of like they speed up, max speed. Whoop. You know, screeching to a halt, and they jump up and just run over to the jungle cruise, for say, yeah. into the boat. Yeah. And you're like, oh, boy, you didn't need it there, did you? But they always just kind of throw you the keys. Uh, my favorite thing to do is if people, if I was ever on guest control, because when you're in attractions, they will have you go out some evenings when you're scheduled to go to guest control. Yep. Uh, people would just leave their ECVs. I did Main Street because I was a Adventureland cast member. Yeah, uh, I, I usually did Main the Street parade vehicles, route and, uh, next to teacups. Right, so you'd be and, further down yeah. by the Mat- Matterhorn. I... There, there's there's an axis brake beneath the right wheel, a manual brake. Yes. It doesn't matter if you have a key or not. You can just go flip, and then you can steer it. Yep. I used to love taking their ECVs away. They'd go into the store, and I'd be like, you can't leave this here. Boop, and go take it somewhere, basically hide it. Yeah. Uh, okay, if there was something in it, like a, a jacket or something that might be belong to them, you're fucked. I wasn't going to fuck with it. Yeah. But if it was empty and it's in its fresh state, I'd be like, oh, this is going to be great. And I'd just go take it way down to like Coke Corner or something. Yeah. And they would come out. And I'd just kind of hide. And they would be genuinely like terrified. Like, oh my God, it's almost on my vehicle. Like, And then they wouldn't know what to do and they would just disappear. <laughs> They'd go looking for it. Yeah. Uh, I did that at least five times. And I could admit it now. Dude, I did it every you know. Fucking day. Yeah, for oh, it's just too much fun. Yeah, uh, no, we shouldn't um, be admitting this. Uh, uh, Disney, we hope you're not listening. By the way, people, we're finally going to the, the, the realm of Disney here. Yes, we're well, going to the realm of we, Disney. We've done, uh, we do like all of pop culture. We've done film. Uh, we've done video games. Video games. Uh, I'm hoping to do doing, comic reviews one day uh, just on the we, Twitter. Just be like, we, hey, this week, everybody, we check out Spider-Man. We kind of did. We've done, we've done Superman and Batman. I mean, it's like small, tiny reviews. Oh, of actual comics I'm reading. Oh, okay. It's like, put it out there on the Twitter. It's like, well, yo, the people pick up Manifest Destiny 17. It's great. The problem is you'd probably end up doing that on your own because I'm not a big comic book guy. I don't know. I like comic books, and I've read a few of them, but like I have to really be invested to get into them. But anyway, why are we talking about strollers today, Derek? Well, that was it was this was on the radio. They said, hey, May 1st, as of May 1st, fuck, <laughs> fuck you and all of your strollers. Yes. Your stroller. You're going to come in and get our park stroller, which is a, which is a, a size that we – we have specified. This is the, the specified size you're going to hear about because it is our park stroller. And it it's is uniform. Our size. And they're all they're right. all single kid strollers. Yes. It's a uniform size. They're way too long and the wheels are way too big, but whatever. But uh, the, the beginning tangent there was just to, to tell you we're, we side with that. We're like, yes. Like, yes. It is happening. This needed to happen. You only have to work there a week before you figure out that's the one problem. That is it. One problem. Uno, the singular. It's fucking strollers. Well, and they never did anything about it. They tried to, like you said, to make their parking lots, basically. It still yeah. didn't work because you're going to take up this huge chunk of the walkway in front of Small World. Yeah. You well, know? it's to the side of Small World. But then also you have the one um, you have the one over like near Pirates of the Caribbean, like right there in between that huge tree to the left of the Pirates of the Caribbean entrance and that little walkway between the, the, you know, the tree and the restaurant. 
Yes. And it was uh, a disaster zone, yeah, you know? absolutely horrific. And the entire, the entire waterfront was a story parking until, oh, my God, Phantasmic's coming up. Sorry, guys, we're moving all your strollers. Where's my stroller? We have to get ready for Phantasmic. Sorry. Right. So, yeah. It's bad for the guests, bad for the cast members, it's bad True. for park morale. Anyways, we segue into basically cheering in the car into looking into the distant future, folks. And we're going to take you to what we believe will be the future of the Disneyland Resort. Well, Disneyland specifically, yeah. the Disneyland Park. We, we kind of we, we figure that there's, there's a bunch of reasons as to why Disneyland just doesn't work. And as excited as we both are for Star Wars Land, Galaxy's Edge, to mm-hmm. open up, um, we realize that Disneyland has far too many problems. It really does. And yes. it, it comes down to a, cer- a few certain facts. One, strollers are an issue. Yes, they're fixing it. Two, ECVs are an issue. Mm-hmm. To the point where they have rides that accommodate ECVs driving into little cars that go through the ride. The problem is the ECVs, the little wheelchairs that they rent out at Disneyland are too big to fit in their own rides. Yeah. The only way it's you can do that is if you bring your own, if you rent them from the hotels nearby. It's ridiculous. It's, it's pretty fucked, man. And they're so huge. Like they take up a like they take up two, two strollers worth of parking spots, going across or you know depth wise, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So there's a, those are the main problems, and then there's the key problem that I've touched on. Yes, and you started doing this spiel on the card. I'm like, this would be yeah. absolutely great to discuss on, yeah. on, on our Disneyland podcast. is too small. When Walt built the park, he built it to be a tourist attraction for families to come. But he had no idea how big Disney right. was going it to become. It wasn't going to be like a wonder of the world. Yeah, you know? he didn't. He didn't know that Disneyland was going to be as big as it is, and the the park is just not built to accommodate that many people to host the parades the way they are. It's just not built right, which is why when they built California Adventure, Disney World, all the other worldwide parks, the roads are bigger. You know, they've got more spaces. They've pre-made rides to come with Fast Pass. Um, you know, lines and everything, you know, everything is built to accommodate the maximum amount of people, but Disneyland just isn't. So where do you think Derek Disneyland's going to go in the future? Hmm. I would love it if it was all one big line, one big line. Yeah. No, no. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. You, uh, get rid of the idea of, uh, now you got to remember Walt patented this idea. You you get into like a vehicle for almost every ride. Okay, it's it's like the people move up and that that was an actual track. The people mover. Uh, there was a name for it though. It's like it's it's like not the Doom buggy, but basically the Doom buggy. Uh, I don't know I don't know what the proper term is for them. You basically your vehicles that take you through your story. They take you through your your, your attraction. Oh yeah, um, I forget what they're called. But they, they, they had to be patented. Like, but like for like uh, Pinocchio and Snow White right. and Mr. Toad. Well, it's like every ride like for that. the most yeah. part. Yeah. And uh, Buzz Lightyear even. Star Tours is actually a motion sim, but you're still technically in a vehicle. Uh, I was thinking, what if they did away with the vehicular idea of going through that fun, like, the fun house in a vehicle? What if you just walked through every attraction 25, 35 years down in the future? You would be walking through the Haunted Mansion. You'd be walking through Pinocchio, Snow White. Well, okay, here's the problem with that, and I can tell you right now. For those of you out there who don't know, Disneyland has certain precautions in place. If someone crawls out of one of their cars and they step on uh, the floor, 
certain areas are covered with pressure sensitive pads that will turn the ride off because they feel like someone has gotten out of the cars and they don't want anyone to get run over or hurt. Mm They have them around certain things in the rides. If you go into Pinocchio, there's a certain scene in that ride where there's a donkey wearing a glowing neon yellow bow tie. That bow tie is magnetic, and if you grab it, you can pull it off and take it home with you. However, in order to grab it, you have to step on a pressure-sensitive pad, which will shut down the ride, and security will come and escort you from the park and tear up your ticket or your annual pass. Uh, it's pretty much a perma ban, or at least a temporary ban for a couple of years for stealing from the park. That's the same reason why the second witch in Snow White is holographic as opposed to being real. Because She's like really close to you. People kept stealing the apple or in the original case when the apple was connected to her hand, breaking her arm off. <laughs> Yeah. People are fucking stupid. People are stupid. Dude, I, but you, you'll be on Pirates and sometimes you see a full grown adult. Because pirates, you're kind of sloshing. Sometimes you get room between you and the, the, the bumper. Yeah. The, 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 I would say bumper, but the, but the side of the river. Yeah. People all the time go, hey, look. <laughs> and they splash water. like. But then the, the boat begins to kind of close between open space and right into the side of the riverbank. Yeah. Uh, and you just see, they, they do it even when they can see it closing. Like, oh, we're losing space here. And they're like, <laughs> and they'll stick their hand in. And you're well, like, that's you're more, so that's, fucking dumb. That's more common for like jungle crews than it is yeah, for, uh, you see it for pirates. Too. But yeah. you will, your hand will get smashed. Or storybook even. It happens but all yeah. the time. And these are adults. These aren't even children, I understand. Because children are not enlightened. But adults are like, you. and I but I'm, I said pirates because I've seen that happen specifically on pirates. And yeah. it's just like, what in the fuck? Yeah. People, yeah, people, are, you learn very quickly about a lot of people society. are dumb. You I had a lot about the human race. This is another tangent. I had a conversation with one of my coworkers yesterday about the fact that he's a crossing guard for his second job. And he f- got pissed at his boss because his boss said that he has to hold his hand up to tell adults not to cross the street when there's cars approaching. And he's like, adults are more intelligent than that. And I go, sir. Come the fuck on. No, they're not. Everyone's yeah. walking into poles while looking at their phones. You're going to have to. And I didn't even right. think about mentioning Disneyland shit. But, you know, just something about walking into Disneyland or an amusement park like that, your brain goes out the window. Um, it just it, it leaves. It's gone. Your, your right. brain is left and you're just you there check going. in. Your, your brain <laughs> checks out. Right. And no one's reading any of the signs that oh, says don't do yeah, this. Nobody reads. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you, your ride would be down and there'd be an explanation right next to you. Hello, uh, the Jungle Cruise is being refurbished and we will be open in about two weeks time. So you put out greeters sometimes and you'd be standing right next to it. Right next to the big sign. You would see someone begin to look up. Or sorry, sorry. I would look up. You see someone head towards you, and just for the sake of the body language, you would kind of begin to look up at the sign as they walk towards you, yeah. hoping that you're trying to tell them with your body language, like, here's an explanation. Hey, uh, so what's up? The ride closed? Yeah. Uh, and then you have to give them the whole spiel that's sitting right next to your head. Like, it's right here. Yeah. But uh, now, I mean, trains, uh, I, real quick, here's the tangent. Trains, oh, yeah. Is, yeah, sometimes they go down a long pathway to get to like where the actual train queue is for the steam trains. Yeah. Uh, and some of the, the conductors were kind of fucking lazy. They'd want to stay on the platform. I always said, I want to walk down that path and get way at the beginning there yeah. so I can tell them before they walk all the way up. And they go, here's a closed. And you go, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just turn around. <laughs> Well, yeah. what I people love is read. there were times when I would work at Small World. And Small World, uh, about a, two years ago, three years ago, got this great refurb where there is a digital clock 
There's a, there's a digital sign that tells you what the wait time is. Yeah. And there's a smiley face behind it and it says the wait time is this. Uh-huh. And it's very fancy. And if the ride's closed, the, the face on the little screen goes to sleep. And it's super cool. And it's like, oh, the ride is closed. Doesn't say it's closed, but the ride's mm. closed. But the fact is, we still have a greeter stand right next to the sign. And if the ride's open, people will walk up. How long's the wait? It, 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 it's right there. You do the body it's, language. It's literally right there. You don't just do, read. You don't even have to. You don't even have to sass. You, okay, you can sassily with a very smug look on your face, cross your arms, and look up at the sign. And I, everyone's done I that. I have done that. Yeah, so to, many to times. which people will go, "Oh, okay, okay, you're being an asshole. We got it." Like, no, I'm serious. The sign's right here. <laughs> yeah, use your fucking eyes. You come to me to ask now, for the no strings attached cards or reads or fast passes. Yeah. That's why I'm here. You we know? opened we opened this podcast with, with the premier positive podcast, and we're complaining about guests at Disneyland. Maybe we should wrap. We should we should go back to uh, positivity. Um, and that would be back like, this to... This is my positivity. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> we love doing it. It's such a positive experience. It just brightens our day doing these things. Anyways, yeah. I say that that park, uh, we're going into the future of Disneyland. Yeah. I believe everything should just be consistently moving all the time. And you, if you're in a wheelchair, if you're yeah. wheelchair bound, everything can be accessible. Yeah. And you're in your ECV, you just great. You just go through the ride on your ECV. Yeah. But the reason, the reason why I think the walking through the rides would be bad is because in order to keep shit from getting broken or stolen, you'd have to have employees scattered throughout every single ride in quotation marks well, I, that's, um, or I put, intend or that, put a or put like a, a plexiglass wall between that's, you and everything that is the other thing i was thinking of problem also, with that though. you don't want to ruin show that's a great idea put a glass at a, at a certain distance because then you can't look up and you can't see all, all the cam lights and you can't see all of the lighting effects you see you say that though but there's a problem what happens when someone you know a kid with sticky fingers puts their hands all over the glass then you ha- you're looking at your ride through you're looking at your attraction through greasy sticky fingerprint per- covered windows perhaps but you go through sleeping beauty castle Things like that, and they, they, they have barriers, or they have they don't have red ropes. You guys don't put red ropes up in front of the glass. No, no. People know, don't, you know, there's, there's signs, do not touch the glass. No different than a museum. Do not touch this glass. And basically the idea is the dinosaur diorama on the steam trains, whole park should just be uh, within 40 years, 35 years. It's converted to that. One, all these rides are great dioramas that you can walk through, and you see scene to scene. Let's just redo every ride to have the train go through it. Oh, or, yeah. Oh, my God. Let's just make... Disneyland, the 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 one ride from Happy World Land. <laughs> right, you just kind of going around like, oh look, it's that, it's that. What used to be rides, we're just looking at them now. Like, eh, there's the Happy Slapper. Happy World Land. There's the Bullet Train to Heck. Happy World Land. Yeah. Yeah. No, but um, God, Happy Go Pukey. <laughs> the Happy Go Pukey, the Gargler. For yeah. those of you who don't remember the uh, Tiny Toons Adventure Summer Vacation movie, that was fucking great. Yeah, they go um, all the way across the world to get to Happy World. Land. Yeah, uh, Plucky goes with Hampton and his entire family across the world to go to their universe's version of Disneyland or Six Flags or whatever. They go on the monorail and then leave. Yeah. Although they, I think it was the molar rail or something like that because it was like yes, teeth. Yes, they were teeth. That's right. <laughs> that's a legendary show. Oh, God, so good. But, um, I mean, that's a good idea. But, honestly, I think uh, if, if you're going to do that, it shouldn't be an amusement park. It should be a museum. Like, seriously, Disneyland, at a certain point... It belongs in a museum! <laughs> pretty much. Disneyland, at a certain point, is going to be 
so destroyed, so crowded with people. So first week of Shanghai, uh, yeah. for those of you who remember, you know, what happened the first week of uh, Disneyland Shanghai, um, you know, it's just that they're going to be like, okay, we can't do it anymore. And they're going to turn it into the Disney Museum. And the, you can still have the shops and stuff selling merch, obviously. But the rides wouldn't be rides. They would be like, oh, hey, remember when this used to be a ride? And then you would have your plexiglass and it would be like a museum, honestly. Hmm. Um, you know, and you could uh, you could treat it like you do a regular museum. You know, one section is the World War II section. One section is like the dinosaur section. One section is, you know, the 1950s, you know, and right. you know, just you, you pick where you go and certain areas lead to other areas. It's a great idea, I, I suppose, because it, it wouldn't make nearly as much money. You so. won't be able to satisfy people there forever because think about it. People are the majority of what you're doing in the park is traveling through the park. You're, yeah. you're going from ride to from, from ride to ride to ride to ride. Yeah. You're out there in the park. So if, if you could turn that experience in into the experience, like like you're suggesting, that no longer will we go on rides because we'll the whole see entire what the ride experience used to be right. But th- th- yeah. that 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 makes the experience this omnipresent. You know, the, the minute you enter, like a museum, it, your tickets it's been justified. The price you just paid, you're finally in. Now go look. At everything. Yeah. If we could turn the theaters that they have there at the park, like the one up by um, the Toontown train station, um, you could turn that magical map one, and I think that's what it is currently, you could turn that one into like a, hey, this is how the animatronics were patented and designed, and you could have a little showcase of that at the theater. It could be a little mini movie, you know, show on a loop. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of good stuff you can do with that. Yeah. But like I said, it's, it's you're gonna, people are just, you're going to wait in line all day and get on a ride. No, no more going on rides. There's going to be a day where you just will not be able to go on rise, and that's the day when it will be converted alternatively, into a Alternatively, if we're talking in the far future, Disneyland will be torn down, but they'll already have done like a Google Maps type of thing with it, with Street View, oh. where you, you put on VR goggles and just ride the rides that way. Right, you won't you even know? have to go. Yeah. Mm, It'll pump the that. music into your headphones, uh-huh. and you can watch it through the VR goggles and look around and enjoy uh, yeah. Disneyland. It's- but I, I think I think that's yeah, oh, not all people are stupider. There's one thing I think you, we, we can always count on, and that's everyone always have the have the excuse not not an excuse. Everyone has the old wisdom. It's not the same as being there. Like, hey man, I don't. Why do I want to go to a concert when I can buy the DVD from their last tour? It's, like, it's not the same as being in the crowd with everybody. That's yeah. why we'll make it 5D. Right. At that point, man, they'll have smell-o-vision. You won't even know the difference. You might as well be in the Matrix. Smell-o-vision already exists. Yeah, right. That'll just be incorporated. Disneyland already does it. But you don't know this for the for the layman person, but they pump smells into the park. Yeah. They're like the lampposts and stuff. Yeah, no, it's... it's yeah, I know you know, Derek, It's not subliminal. It's just it's there to kind yeah. of uh, tap you on the shoulder and be like, hmm, maybe you want to go buy that taffy over there. And can, yeah. Can't you smell it? And the vanilla, yeah. Every every ride, uh, you're being manipulated by smells. You're going through the haunted mansion. There's the smell of uh, old cloth and curtains, and books, and, and stuff things like, like that. that yeah. And you don't even realize it. You're always like, oh, I just love how the rides smell. And it's like, well, that's because there are smells. Yeah, being pumped into your ride. Yeah. The exception of Jungle Cruise, it's like it's actually all real flora and fauna. So the smells you're smelling are actually it's actually coming from the bamboo. Or so they told you. No, not. I mean, no one said anything about it. So I'm sitting there like. No, it's I was never told that we have certain smells and all the vegetation we have in there is all real. So all right. the smells you get in there are probably pretty pretty realistic. 
Yeah, but um, I mean, with the exception of going 5D or turning it through a to a walkthrough, um, the only other thing I can think of for the future of Disneyland would be they undergo a massive overhaul. They buy the entire city of Anaheim sure. and they transform Disneyland into a bigger version of itself. Yeah. Similar to Disney Realistically, World. Realistically, that's where it's going. Yeah. I'm thinking, it's like, hey, we, we need to just make it bigger. I don't think it's going to be like, we're going to close this down and, you know, fuck the Astro Blasters or sort of the, uh, what's the spinning rocket ride called? Astro, not Astro Blast Off. Oh, God, I know this it, too. It has a name, and this is sad, but see, we oh, were not Lord. Tomorrowland cast members. No, I mean, we were not. So Cause, you cause can't slam us for this one. Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters. That's Buzz Lightyear. And that one is. Yeah, neither Jesus. do I. I'm like spinning rockets at the front of Tomorrowland. Uh, you know, you're not, you're never gonna get rid of those. You know? yeah. It's always gonna be about rides. But I'm like, hey, we let's look into this alternate future here. Like, I kind of love the Disney Museum idea now that you've discussed it. Yeah, I think that'd be so neat. And would it change in size? No, they just they added a whole lot more to look at. Yeah, Astro Orbiter. Ha Thank you, Google. <laughs> Astro Orbiters. Yeah, yes. you, you're not gonna take down the Astro Orbiter. So well, to be fair, were, they, actually, if you in your museum, they already did take that down because it used to be up on top of uh, the where the little mini the little mini store in the middle of Disneyland is, where they had the satellite. That's where the rocket ships used to be, and they took it down and moved it to the front of Tomorrowland. Hmm, I did not did know, you that. know that. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, I'm sitting there going, you know, in your museum, you can keep the analog rides like that. That one's really simple. It doesn't go anywhere. It stays in place. But the problem with that is the line. The line will always be a problem. And until you get rid of the lines at Disneyland, or at least yeah. decrease them... You won't get rid of the crowding. You're screwed. Right. I mean, right now we have Galaxy's Edge coming up, and they've said that for the first um, that the first day, it's basically winner-take-all. You know, they've got all but one of the annual passes open. Everyone shows up, does whatever the fuck they want. Day two... Of Galaxy's Edge being open. Excuse me, sir. Party it's, of five. It's going to be, yeah, reservation oh, oh, oh. only. You reserve yeah. your spot online, you show up, and it's a ridiculous it's a ridiculous process. If and no fast passes for the first few days. That might be okay. Because throughout the day, they go, okay, at this very at this point in the day, we have 1,500 reservations, 12,000 reservations. Yeah. Perfect. We keep those 12,000 people. They all get their hour and a half to two hours to get through. Because the land could accommodate that much effectively, yeah. and then with over the course of like a hmm, like an hour and a half, two hour experience, they go through and they do their thing. Not that I'm saying they'd boot you out, but that would allow them to go. Okay, the next twelve thousand people that have their reservations between five and seven p.m. They're all coming in. Well, like, I think if you're I don't gonna, know how that. That's not how it would ever. If work. you're gonna do reservations only for a park like this, you'd have to do it by the day. Like, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm yeah, to assume. It's, yeah. it's it wouldn't be by by a couple of hours. By chunks but, of yeah. hours. Yeah, I mean, I I personally I move Treat around kind of like Magic Morning, but like an all day thing, you know. Like yeah, I can see that. Yeah, Mondays hotel guests get the park to themselves, something like that, and then like the rest of the week, you wouldn't make nearly as much money, and that's the problem. Disneyland needs to make money to keep for its upkeep and paying off Anaheim for all the bribes they've paid them over Probably. the years. Probably, although they lost out on that hotel, they did. That, that, they that did. hotel expansion that yeah. was really interesting to see, and I'm like, nope, 
I think what would really help Disneyland is if they turned all the backstage areas into attractions and made the backstage areas for where the employees are underground, like a, a Disney World. As it is rumored. Yeah. Every person, you, hey, so uh, do you guys actually fuck underground? Like, not underground per not se. Not at Disneyland. Right, right, Disney right. World and all the other parks, definitely. That was, like, one thing I never had trouble telling people. Yeah. It was just like, oh, no, no, no. Do, hey, do you guys have, like, an underground jail? Not, no. If anybody's yeah. in trouble, we call Anaheim PD. And they are arrested and take they're taken off property. Well, we do have, off I think, of the black. I, I think we have a holding area. Of there, there is. Yeah, security, it's, it's not like yeah. this grand underground. It's, it's not a penitentiary. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, and for those of you who think like Disneyland is beautiful and pretty and stuff, and like I hate to ruin it for you, but backstage it's just it's, it's just a bunch of it's your it's trash your, it's, compactors. Yeah, it's your elementary school blacktop. Yeah. with all the seat containers. Like, what is it like backstage? Like, do you remember elementary school where you played handball and stuff? Yeah, that. <laughs> Pretty much that is backstage. Yeah, with uh, there's parking, there's smoking areas, there's people freak out. Couple Some... of restaurants and tons of trash compactors. Yeah, that stink to high heaven. I, I was thinking, like, say uh, you get a very busy night at fireworks, which we would call pyro, lovingly. Uh, we would open up backstage sometimes on Main Street just to get more people out because a lot of people think, oh, the park's closed. That's it. Yeah, it's like nine twenty-five. The show starts and it ends around almost around ten nine forty-five. Everyone just kind of turns around. And begins exiting. And that was always fun because as a cast member, if you were off at like 1030 that night after a guest control shift, you could just go in the park and party out because everyone went at the end of fireworks. It's really cool. But sometimes you'd be like, it's so busy. We have to open up backstage Main Street East and West. So people would just kind of yeah. exit going back, backstage Tomorrowland, backstage Adventureland, right past the Jungle Cruise where we keep all the boats. Yeah. And uh, people are just so amazed that they're going backstage. and they're so. But at the same time, you see their eyes like once they actually get back about 15 feet into yeah. it, or, they're like, or, this is it. <laughs> like, yeah. this is it? They'll like, catch glimpses behind the walls and the tarps that we put up. And yeah. they're just like, that what? That? what? Yeah, they're just like, this so is So much all? for Disney magic, but I, we needed that those overflow areas yeah. to walk Where through. Where are my animatronic doppelgangers that they cloned out yeah. of me when I came in here? Like, where's all these? Yeah, I love people. And then people, <laughs> they, they always have those, uh, they think they have this, what do I want to say? They make these, the word's not even smug, I just got to use smug because I'm farting on the word. Uh, they use the, the smug kind of one-liner where they come up and they're like, hey, turn the heat off in the dome, huh? And you're like, shut up. You know there's yeah. not a dome. I, I, <laughs> I, I legitimately that. had a person say, why are they making it rain today? We're not doing anything. What about the dome? Did you see a dome when you walked in? No. <laughs> yeah. They're usually just trying to be ironic. Or... I No, I genuinely think people are that stupid. I mean, you. yeah, you do. Yeah. Run into these people. Um, I mean, especially the people. Like, I used to work at a KFC, and these the same people who ask what the, the wait time is right next to me at the sign were like the people who'd walk up and what like, do you got? Open the door. <laughs> the door's locked. And they're like, Are you guys closed? Is the door locked? Yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> do you see the you know? sign right in front of your I, eyes? I had a guy, I swear to God, side tangent, I apologize, at the KFC. He walked up and he's like, um, how much is the 99 cent value drink? And I was like, what? <laughs> and I I made him repeat himself until he understood what it was he was asking me. And at, at the fifth time, I'm not lying. I polygraph test me right fucking now. The fifth time, he's like, how much is the 99? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, man. 
No, you could interject. You could be like, now, do you mean with tax? Are you afraid there is tax in this exchange at any point? Because then that is a different price than 99 cents. Is that what you mean to ask? It, it, I swear to God, I'm just like, think about what you're saying. Repeat, repeat yourself, but think about every word you're saying as you're saying it. And that's what he's like, how much is the 99 Oh, <laughs> and I was like, there you go. And he goes, all right, now, I get it. Now give me your dollar. <laughs> uh, just it's to like, fuck with them. It's like, now, um, is that what you want? Yeah, I can afford that. Cool. Now with tax, that costs more. He's like, yeah, I get that. It's like a yeah. dollar eight, right? I think that's what most yeah. people mean in their heads. Like, hey, yeah, but so just, how much is it going to be? Like, that's going to be like 109 or 127. You, but no, he you know, legitimately didn't know that it was 99 cents. Like, he was thinking in terms of dollars and forgot what cents were. It was ridiculous. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean. Yeah. yeah, so that Disney museum, you know, yeah. in the future. That, to me, sounds like the best idea. At least, you know, because it's mine. But uh, <laughs> no, I I was listening to it like no, that's great. I I love if everything became the World Fair 1954. You know, yeah, yeah, you know. Because remember, a lot of what he brings to the park, he would just kind of take as dioramas at the World Fair, and then well, he, before transplanting I mean, that's them, literally what Small World was. Yeah, that's everything. Yeah. At least all the original, the the, the yeah. big hits. Fun you know? fact, fun fact for those of you who don't know, the Small World that you see in the park today is the same one that was the 1950s World's Fair that Walt Disney put out there. Um, and um, with the exception of things that have been damaged outside over the years and certain dolls that have broken and fallen apart and stuff uh, inside the ride, it is all OG original World's Fair parts and boards and stuff. You can actually see, um, if you're an employee, as you walk through the ride, Every night to make sure no one snuck out and done something stupid. Right. Um, on the backs of some of the plywood and stuff, like World's Fair shipped to Disneyland on the backs of those boards. It's it's awesome. It's super cool. Um, and I think that's it's a really nice piece of history. And I think it'd be great if that was part of the ride where you you know in, the museum ride in the future where you got to you get to walk through the the canal. Um, you know, emptied of water, but also you get to walk back back behind and see, oh, yeah, this is the original stuff from the 1950s World's Fair. Mm-hmm. I'm you thinking know? about where you go to the Lincoln Theater now, Miss Great Moments of Mr. Lincoln. You'd have yeah. a whole lot more of that happening. Yeah, so you can like see that. videos and excerpts and all sorts of, uh, you know, you don't, you don't storyboards write... and things. Yeah. You'd have a special feature for all your used-to-be rides that yeah. you'd be going you would be going to, yeah. to visit. you know you know what my 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 first thought was after I mentioned the museum thing my brain went to the uh, Independence Hall at Knott's Berry Farm yeah where you walk up and you look at the doorway and you can hear the footsteps of the presidents and hear what they're saying and uh-huh. they have like lights as you know like who's talking this thing lights up you see the footprints on the ground that was my basic thought it was something like that hmm. but it's a museum piece for the ride um, and that'd be really cool yeah. Disneyland Museum. Well, yeah. I'm thinking that's the end of the idea. Yeah, I mean, um, the only other thing is, would that? Well, be... of course, you'd refurb. You were saying we, you, you'd be walking in what you, you'd be walking in a trench, what basically used to be uh, where water, you know. Yeah. You'd be walking on the riverbank. It's like now they they refurb and everything would be lowered. You're not going to be walking what you know. You know, actually, it's not like you just drain the water and now you're walking through it. You yeah, know? They, they would pave it, make it yeah, or you know, carpet it or something. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah. And now the question is, is that if they're turning Disneyland into, uh, a museum, what are they doing with California Adventure? 
everything can stay the way it is. Okay. Yeah, those parks were built at a later date. You know, yes. you, you get so jealous you hear about Disney World. It's like, oh, you know, in Disney World, they don't even do gas control. They set up ropes with signs that direct people, and it works beautifully. And it's oh. it's like, well, because there's room that people Here's can question. maneuver around. Uh, the monorail, would that still be like the only ride they'd do? And they'd leave the entrance. Um, they'd, leave, they'd close the entrance in the park, and they'd turn the one in downtown Disney into the ride. The monorail and the trains stay. Okay. Probably the Tiki Room as well, because it's not exactly a, a, a ride. It's yeah. more of a show. Yeah, I suppose. Right. I could also see Jungle Cruise staying, too, because it was like the only ride to to continuously work opening day. So that, that, makes, that, that makes it historical. True. You know? And it's not exactly the most complicated of rides, so... I, could, I feel that like feels like it's in a museum. I feel yeah. like you could turn Jungle Cruise like you build uh, platforms over the river that you could walk through. Yeah, um, and like then a, like you a could have Tom Sawyer's Island. And you could have little video screens in between, you know, the as you walk through the ride, and you could see old skippers yeah. telling jokes camp, into the camp canvases, you know, yeah, in the tents and stuff. Yeah, old, or they old, have skippers out and about as your tour guide. Yeah, telling telling jokes and stuff in Walking between. In, stuff. Don't, don't yeah. touch that elephant. That's it's, it's machinery. It'll 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 fuck you hard. Like, yeah. Don't. You'll be missing limbs. Yeah, that'd be fun. I like your idea for for museumifying the stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. that's uh, that's that's really where they should take Disneyland yeah. in maybe half a century's time. And it, Tarzan's treehouse would be exactly the same. Just don't do. Yeah, just don't do because that's what I love. No one gives a shit. I mean, people do go up there, but it's almost like people don't give a shit. They no yeah. one, hardly any people ever go up. Oh, and Madison could stop complaining about uh, Haunted Mansion's scrim covering up the, the 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 graveyard scene because they'd turn it into a giant like glass wall, yes, which would be better see through and not as yeah. dirty as she well, keeps screaming about. The scrim about. is supposed to be like it's like fog. It's supposed to yeah, I, feel like well, a it's, foggy. It's graveyard. also supposed to hold any fog machine fog in oh, and, to yeah, the okay. graveyard area and not hit the guests because people have lung conditions. Yes, right. But they don't always have the fog on because of reasons yes um but yeah i think that'd be a lot of fun if they just replaced it with glass and then you know you could right no photographs ever without flesh right so yeah oh yeah it's more and more common these days remember that's what's so sad is everything is lit beautifully yeah everything's like lit with well the human the human eye could actually stop and frame a photo properly as opposed to like oh my god we're moving at a mile an right. hour let me there's, focus there's and, that too that'd be yeah. brilliant but everything is it's got like stage lighting so things are just beautiful you could take pictures yeah. of almost anything and then people still have their fucking flashes on yeah. and it kind of ruins you know you're not going to get the eye accurate so I'm in Pirates of the Caribbean oh look there's the Jack Sparrow right there click big old flash it's going to highlight and make everything blanched and ugly and it's like you want it to be eye accurate so it's already beautifully set up for pictures or yeah. film you know all you got to do is just adjust your you know Right, ISO people still don't get it. Like, I need my flash. Like, your flash technically ruins the quality of what you saw with your own eye. Yeah, sir or madam or non-binary. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're they we is, so it ends where yes. it begins. Yeah. So and um, yeah. If you guys have any, yeah, if you guys have any ideas about the future of New Zealand or how you would fix it. Uh, feel free to hit us up on Twitter at, at T Between Worlds or email us at thinkbetweenworlds at gmail.com. And um, yeah, uh, we'd love to hear from you. I'll see you next week. Ciao. With our um, next week, with our one year anniversary, reviewing the movie Shazam. Shazam! Whoa.
This Think Small episode of the Think Green Rose podcast was created by David Kennedy Farner and Derek Dillon. It is hosted by David Kennedy Farner and Derek Dillon. It is edited by David Kennedy Farner. And it is produced by David Kennedy Farner, Derek Dillon, and Madison Snedden. Intro by Midair Machine and outro by Roll Music via the freemusicarchive.org. And cover art by Davy Jones. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you in World 3-4.